Tuesday, round one. Really exciting. The NRL season is on the go. How good is it, mate? Back in, uh, back into it. Yeah, it's exciting as fuck. Um, what hat are you wearing, pal? I'm on the Clippers today, buddy. I have the uh, mm. the red and the blue. It is a strong theme of the teams I support: the Roosters, Clippers. Um, followed them since we, or since I was there back in. Oof, I don't know what year it was. 16, maybe. Uh, first NBA game attended live was the Clippers game. They just drafted Blake Griffin the year before, but he'd sat out injured. Uh, and it was the open my eyes to the NBA. Fantastic. What a team to support. <laughs> yeah, active team, man. When we were in the States, uh, opened my eyes to basketball, watching uh, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan on the ball up to each other, dunking over the Golden State Warriors. Lob City, baby. Yeah, got hooked on the NBA right from there. Uh, hectic to see that sort of stuff live. Uh, a must do for anyone that even is half interested in basketball. Got to go and watch how athletic these guys are. Um, just how big they are. Like, yeah. Inhuman humans. Crazy. Crazy. What hat you got, um, mate? And I'm rocking the Vegemite hat. It's footy season's about to start. Got to go all out, all Aussie. Made a meat pie, gravy, chicken salt, tomato sauce. Um, got my Aussie on because yeah, there's nothing more Aussie than the first round of the footy season. Um, really excited. It's going to be a great year. Got the pod going. Um, there's, yeah, this, this season's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm pumped. And I'm feeling really patriotic. <laughs> How good is it? Yeah, it was awesome. when these teams dropped, you know, the, the socials were plinging and team lists are dropping left, right and centre and super coach people going nuts all over the internet about players missing and, mate, it's great to be back. And I rolled just right, right around the corner. Yeah, absolutely. It's just something to look at when you wake up in the morning and you're sitting on the toilet there. Keep up with all the news. <laughs> quality time on the camp, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Mate, all have right, you had so a look at the uh, the the odds for the weekend? Yeah, man, a couple of interesting swings. Obviously, with uh, Cleary being out, the Penrith swung six points from going coming in at minus four and a half. Now they're at plus one and a half with Cleary out. Um, also, a fairly big swing for South against Brisbane with uh, Reynolds being out. They were um, yeah, plus six, and now they're looking at plus ten and a half there. Um, uh, the Brisbane, for that matter. Um, and you're also looking at the Newcastle Knights, um, went from plus ten and a half to twelve and a half there. And also an interesting swing with the Sharks and Raiders, and the Raiders going from minus one and a half to plus one and a half, so a three point swing there with. Obviously, Fogarty being out and uh, Croker also not getting named this week. But interesting. And what, what caught your eye the most? What's the most interesting for you on a betting perspective? Mate, just following on from the swings there, the, the Warriors as well went from being mm-hmm. a, a favourite against the – a two-and-a-half-point favourite against the Dragons to now being – one-and-a-half-point underdogs, and I think that's off the back of the Dragons. Pretty strong 
uh, trial performances. And maybe the Warriors, you know, not much happened there, but Sean Johnson back, I think maybe they're being slept on a little bit. They haven't, didn't obviously make it back to uh, to New Zealand as planned and with their their big plans to come back to the home arena and in front of their fans. But I think the that could be a good game to watch to see, you know, what kind of happens, what models are saying and and how that game ends up. We've, we had a quite a big discussion about where those two teams sit in our power rankings and you know just a, a couple of points difference in the rankings could potentially mean that we would rather bet on one team or the other and with the big swing of the odds it's a it's one that i'm kind of staying a bit clear of but it's very it will be very interesting to watch yeah definitely i think with these swings we we learn obviously that one player can throw the point spread uh, wide open um it's interesting for something to look at in the future of maybe getting on when there's a, a key player up in speculation of laying your bet on the right side of that of that swing, um, especially with the cash out option, or uh, you can put a little bit of money on a team early. Um, say in the case of Cleary, putting backing the uh, the Sea Eagles when they were plus four and a half. Now all of a sudden they go down to minus one and a half, um, and you get that extra six points there to safe up on your bet. So it's worth throwing a bit, a bit, a bit of money there early um, if if you think a play is going to be in and out, and you can find your way through all the smokes and mirrors that all the teams play before teams get banged. Yeah, no, I think um, definitely something we'll keep an eye on moving forward, and something that we'll learn about it a bit more about where that good money is and that good value in the lead-up to games and from when the odds are dropped by the bookies at the start of the week. Or even now I've seen this, the the odds are up for even for next week's games. Um, so if you can get in early and, and maybe if you see a, a player picked up an injury of the, over the weekend, get straight in and, and chuck some money on the, the opposing team just in case. Could be worth yeah. it. Absolutely. I think uh, you think it's worth looking into almost getting a double. Say a team like the Bulldogs um, get up this week. They're coming coming into the week after. You're obviously going to see that their odds are going to swing quite a lot. Um, do you think you can play a double, or or do you have to be you have to be careful? Um. I'm not entirely sure what you mean. A double, you mean? I mean, I mean, I mean like looking at looking at from this week and then looking at who they're playing next week and trying to get a jump on the odds. If, if yeah. they get a win this week, obviously, how that affects the odds coming into next week. Yeah, and I, I'd, I'd expect the bookies to be updating next week's odds during the game this weekend. So. Mm-hmm. I think either either the odds will get taken down over the weekend or they'll yeah. be up and they'll be updated. So you need to have a sharp eye and, and have it almost ready. Uh, if you see that one team's kicking out, you could look at probably the odds of the coming week and they'll have moved. So mm. keep keep a keen eye and definitely if you see some value uh, over the weekend by a team that's either over overperforming or underperforming, then jump on it, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. I'll be I'll be looking out. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like, I don't know, I'm looking at sort of Canterbury this week playing games for North Queensland. They're coming in plus one and a half. And then you look at them playing the Broncos next week. They come in minus a half there, but if the Broncos get trampled this week, obviously you've got Reynolds coming back, but looking at them minus one and a half, if they get a big win this week, it might be worth putting on some early money on them and, um, now and holding the spread at, at minus one and a half there. Yeah, definitely think possibly. It's risky. I think just with the Broncos, a little bit risky, but there might be some value in the other teams. So I haven't had a, a proper look at it yet, but you mm. see some maybe some favourable matchups: the Knights and the Tigers, probably two teams that'll be zero and one after the yeah. weekend. So one of them's going to have to win um, yeah. when they play each other. Similar with Cowboys and Raiders, probably two teams coming off losses. You'd expect. So yeah, there could definitely be some value there if we, if you, yeah, put a bit of time and effort into to looking at it. Yeah. If you think what well, even Manly, if they trample Penrith this week, then they go up against the Roosters the week after. They're coming in at plus one and a half. They could come in as favourites against the Roosters if they if they put on a lot of points this week. Then all of a sudden yeah. that's going to blow out. I I wouldn't. Like, I don't understand why the Roosters are favourites for next mm-hmm. week. Already, mm. I mean, Kiri coming back from uh, a double injury, his his running load is impaired. So and a bit untested, didn't play any trials. Mm. And you know, Manly are firing. Manly are good. We had them yeah. above the Roosters in our rankings, so that's a bit of value there. Straight up, one and a half mm. points at one ninety five. Mm. But anyway, getting ahead of ourselves, let's just try and get a couple of wins this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, with some of these odds, where, where do you think the value is in the odds this week if we're just obviously focusing on, on this first matchup? This week, mate, I'm looking at the Bulldogs. Mm. They are in a, a solid matchup against the Cowboys. In our power rankings, we have the Bulldogs sitting pretty at number 11. And the Cowboys at 15, and they weren't far off, you know, it was a a toss-up between the Cowboys and the Tigers for that last position. So, when it straight away seen those those numbers, okay, what what do we got? What are we playing with here? And the Bulldogs have have recruited well over the off-season. They've brought in Adokar and uh, Burton and Dufty and the like. Uh, Burton scored 17 tries last year, was sixth in the league, 12 try assists, over 2,400 run metres, which we've already spoken about. There's a very good metric to have a winning team, a good run, a lot of run metres. Burton had 26 line breaks, fifth in the league. Uh, then you look at Ado Carr, he 23 tries, six try assists for a winger. It's fantastic. 2,600 run metres, 29 line breaks, fourth in the league. So they're a, a very good statistical pair that coming into a Bulldogs team that didn't have anything in you know the top 10 or even in the probably top 20 of any of these stat lines last year. So if you look at, okay, last year's numbers, last year's rankings, and add these players and the points they can score, then that automatically elevates them above the Cowboys who they're you know, top... 10 stat give of Scott Drinkwater was 10th in try assists. They've punted him from the, the starting team. He's on the reserves list. 
And mm. then, you know, good old Kyle Felt has been plugging away there on the wing. Uh, he was eighth in line breaks in the league last year, and that's all they've got. So Chad Townsend coming into the team, you know, a great addition, but not a prolific point scorer or creator enough to, you know, put that whole team on his back and mm. going up against the likes of, of Burton, who's just electric at the moment, uh, Addo Carr and a, a Bulldogs team that are really, really hungry after this big off season to show their critics that they're, they're there. So I'm finding a lot of value in, uh, in this bet on the weekend with the Bulldogs laying one and a half against the Cowboys. Yeah, I completely agree with you there, man. Um, yeah, you're looking at Burton, Adokar, Dusty. There's a lot of line breaks there. I think line breaks are very, very important um, when we dive into the deeper stats. Um, obviously, you put your team into into the red zone, which is really key. And obviously, time's going to tell if the Bulldogs can... Um, turn their offense upside down from last year. That was the, one of their biggest problems was not being able to um, execute in in their offensive twenty, not being able to put points. Um, but obviously, bringing Burton in, that's why they've paid him the money and given him the contract he wanted, um, so he can uh, obviously get them over the try line. Um, and obviously, with having Adokar on on the outside there, I think. I think there is a lot of value there as well. Um, had a tough, lot of pressure on them, tough off-season with a lot of media around them. Um, so it is their time now to obviously prove everybody that that they're going to be a contender and that's really, really important for them to get off to a good start. Um, so I definitely have a big chance to do that against the Cowboys. So coming in at underdogs, I think, yeah, you definitely have to back them there. And another great stat that you mentioned that the uh, previously when we were talking, the Cowboys were last in the league at conceding line breaks mm. uh, yeah, exactly. against against those two players that are massive line break getters. Yeah. It, they could be could be chopped up big time here. The I, I can't understand the the bookmakers laying one and a half points. If you look at you know our our models, we get three different models running here, and the the Bulldogs are, are giving us four points with our updated power rankings uh, based on last year's models, uh, last year's margins and scores. The Cowboys were were giving kind of a half a point, or receiving sorry a half a point, or up to two and a half points. And mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, if we think that Burton and Nato Carr can at least give one try between them, then that automatically shifts in the Bulldogs' favour and they cover the spread. If they can yeah, put two yeah. tries or a converted try on that, you know, then they're up through those key numbers of, of two and four and you know, it's giving great value. So I'd back the Bulldogs all the way down to minus four here. Uh, so And it could be interesting to see closer to the game if, if this number shifts, if mm. some um, betting groups... Uh, also seeing what we're seeing and and really jump jump on uh, the Bulldogs train. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on? Are you just taking them with the points, or are you looking at the money line? Mate, I learnt something uh, listening to the the Ringer NFL podcast over the the winter that for them it was you know an, an underdog that's 
catching less than a touchdown, uh, you know, grab the money line as well as the the spread. You're more often than not going to be winning long term with those simultaneous bets. You're getting good value on a money line of an underdog. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a unit of the sport cap uh, money on the spread, and I'm gonna put a half a unit on the money line for the Bulldogs. And we're gonna put our models to the test straight away. Exciting. That's what all this is all about. Uh, we see how it goes, but yeah, I like that too, man. It, it feels pretty solid. It's. It feels like there is a complete imbalance there, so we'll see how we go. Um, anything else that's caught your eye? Um, we spoke, we touched a little bit on the Warriors and the Dragons. It's something that um, I'm going to follow. I'm a little bit too scared to to wager anything on the game. The, mm. There's been a little bit of movement. You know, Sean Johnson back to the Warriors will be important. Uh, our models have the Warriors winning based on last year's performances and our power rankings, but it is a, a bit of a coin flip here and, you know, weather could play a part. Mm, Dragons were, were very strong in their trial matches and I think that's played into the hands here with the bookmakers and that's why they're, why they're uh, listed as favourites heading into this game, I would imagine. So... It's going to be that game will be very interesting to watch. Uh, I'm going to steer clear of, of the betting, but uh, and maybe that could be a total game to look at once the totals are released. Uh, if if we can get some good good um, numbers there. Are you seeing any value with, in the first game of the year with Penrith playing against Manly? It's tough, mate. It's how, how much does Nathan Cleary mean in the points? Uh, we've started doing a bit of a few calculations on these halves and, and individual plays to try and filter them into our models and see if we can get any good feedback uh, with, you know, players that are out from injury. Right now, I don't have anything really to go on, but um, ah, it's, like I personally think that the Penrith defense was lackluster in the trials i don't think their energy is there and i don't think they can turn that around in one week well obviously two two weeks but over one weekend of um building up for round one i think that that is a a mental barrier that it's going to take them a few weeks to overcome in in my opinion it's not anything scientific but uh and i think manly are are raring to go in into the first part of the season here. So I, I'd if I had to bet, I'd take the Manly uh, minus one and a half. I think if Manly were to, are to win, they'll win by more than two points, mm. and it'll be because Penrith defense can't hold up the the attack. I don't think Penrith will have trouble scoring points themselves, but it'll be probably one and one and lost on the defense of the Penrith Panthers, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think in that game it's going to be a, a pretty tight battle. Both obviously both defenses are still intact. Um, I think Penrith lose a little bit of firepower, a lot of firepower really in in their offense with Cleary being out, um, and then you've got Turbo 
quite a lot of pressure on Turbo really this year. He had a phenomenal year last year. People putting it down as one of the best seasons uh, you've ever really seen um, in, in the NRL. And, and now he's got to back it up. Um, can he do it? Like, I think absolutely. And I think going against Penrith and against that defence, it's a good test for him to start with. Um, I, I'm also waiting here, I think, for the, for the totals to come out on this game because I think it's going to be quite a defensive battle. We saw how Manly and Penrith, for that matter, both um, how their defences were in the finals uh, at the end of last year. And so I think it's still going to be quite a tight game there. If I was going to bet, I'd be looking at something like the 1-12 to there um, with Manly being on, on the right side of that because I think it's going to be quite a, a, a hard battle. Um, and getting Manly on the 1-12 to at the 310 is uh, quite a good bet, a lot of, good, a lot of value there because I think if they're going to win, it's still going to be tight but it shouldn't blow out. Um, and I just don't know where... I think Penrith are going to have obviously struggle with um, their offense with Cleary being out, and I think the turbo power is just a, a little bit might be a little bit too much for them in the end. Yeah, and Turbo is such an important player to that Manly team, and they need him firing to to be able to really push for a, a top four position i'm just trying to get the model up now to see if we can in in a bit of a preview fashion see if we can get a total for that game from our models but i have 14 different spreadsheets here that i have no idea which one the (laughs) the total predictor is on efficient i mean but obviously when we're looking to hang our hat on a bet this week um, we're focusing on the Bulldogs there, right? That's yeah, mate, be the, definitely. That's, that's the safe bet for this week that we that we put our hat on and that we back solidly. We take it easy, start the start the year off safe, and then once we can build a bit more confidence, maybe we're going to throw some more crazy stuff out. Um, obviously, we we've joined quite a lot of tipping comps throughout the year. Um, uh, just to start off the year, um, if we go through the games really, really quickly and just say who we're backing and, and what the models have said, obviously the, the models are set with, with everybody being fit and healthy, but we've followed, followed them yeah, most of the way here. Um, obviously, if there's been a key injury like Keary, um, Cleary, I mean, um, we've obviously had to go off that a little bit, but. If we run through them, we're going off the footytips.com uh, footy tipping model. And the first game, we've got Panthers versus, uh, versus Manly. Um, we've backed the Seagulls there, and we've backed them with a plus four margin. We have to pick a margin for the first game there. That's what we're looking at. But then we move on to the Raiders and the Sharks. How do, how do we see that going, mate? Uh, we have the Sharks getting up there. Solid recruitment again there over the off-season. Raiders without their first-choice halfback. Um, a debutante coming in there. No croaker, kicking goals. Mm, they're going to have trouble getting up over the Sharks, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. 
Um, we'll definitely see um, the Sharks getting up. It's, it's really exciting seeing Nico Hines. I think it's a great storyline for the year. Um, he should have a cracker there. Um, so we, I think we, the, the odds are 195 for the Raiders and 185 on the muddy line, but I think the Sharks can, can push that out a little bit there. Next game on the list is the, the Broncos and the Rabbitohs. Obviously an easy bet there, I think. Um, a bit hard to back the Broncos there. So back Cody Walker to power on um, and help the Rabbitohs get up there without, without Reynolds. Bit of a shame that he's not playing that game, but um, makes the tip easy at least. And the next game, Roosters night. Roosters baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting back in, starting the, the season off with a strong 30-point win over the struggling wow. Newcastle Knights. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. That's interesting. Interesting to see how that margin blows out, how solid the Roosters are and how well Kiri's going to play. I uh, haven't seen him in a long time, so that's going to be a cracker. Uh, the Warriors-Dragons, probably one of the toughest games to, to tip this, this week, I think. Can sort of go either way, um, but uh, I think you got to back the Warriors. Um, a bit shame Reese Walsh isn't playing, but I still think that they can get up on the Dragons. There, the Dragons have a lot to prove. They look very, very good in the off season, but and I think the I think the Warriors should be able to take their first win of the season yeah, from round one. What are your thoughts on that game, man? Yeah, I think having Sean Johnson back will give him a bit of motivation to to get up. Chanel Harris-Tavita, great player. Uh, hasn't played a, a lot of fullback in, in this team. He's predominantly leading in the halves. And there was even talk that he could possibly have a bit of a role in the in the forward pack as maybe the, the 13 if the, any injuries would come up or if they have to find a place for him because of Reese Walsh and Nick Reamer and Johnson. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I like the, the the New Zealand team on paper are very strong. You know, Fenua Blake and Ewan Aitken, Josh Curran, Tavanga coming off the bench. Uh, they're a good team. Um, I think it should, it'll be uh, that game will be great to watch. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, next game, rounding off uh, Saturday, you've got the Storm versus the Tigers. Tigers. Oh, many. <laughs> people's list to get the wooden spoon against the storm on many people's list to take out the minor premiership. So easy tip there, um, taking the storm. And we move on to Sunday, the Eels versus the Titans. Ugh, tough for me, man. I, I I would love to see the Titans get up, but I think the Eels, you have to back them. All our models say that the Eels uh, should take care of this quite easily. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've got to follow the numbers. Here's what it is. But, yeah, I think the Eels get up there. And then moving into the last game, which we've talked about quite a lot on the pod today with the Bulldogs against the Cowboys. We have tipped, obviously, the Bulldogs to, to take the points there. Yeah, it'll be um, interesting maybe... to see how our tip our tips go around one based off yeah. our our predictions. I just pulled up the... Uh, the margin predictor, oh sorry, the total predictor, and, and just based off um, some some early factors, not taking into account any player movement or any injuries, but we have a total of forty five for that 
Panthers and Sea Eagles game. So uh, when you look at the the key numbers, uh, let's bring that up. Then oh, I didn't even copy that far down the key numbers. So I'd I'd probably be pushing that to forty. If it's be forty four, I'd say. Um, and the, and the plus plus forty four, if but it depends if you think the Panthers can still make uh, score points without Cleary, uh, then I'd take the over. If you don't think the Panthers can score points without Cleary, then take the under. Yeah, because the Manly team will score their points either way. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. When we look into the the future, mate, um, we're talking about trying to put together a couple of. I don't know, interesting bets, a little bit, a few multis to try and push up the the, the odds uh, and the return with a uh, little risk, uh, money-wise, I guess, high risk because of <laughs> the chances of it of putting together maybe five bets all in the one, which is a little bit higher. But is there anything that you've been looking at? I've been focusing a little bit on. Uh, Cronulla here to make the top eight. Um, also, Penrith obviously finishing in the top four. Um, and then I've been focusing on the whole the season total of the Knights to go under nine and a half wins. Um, and then a few interesting territorial bets with Melbourne Storm to be the top non-New South Wales team. And then I like the New Zealand Warriors versus the North Queensland Cowboys um, head-to-head for the season. Um, so I'm going to throw those bets together um, and get an odds of, I think it was 15.8. Um, and so we can follow throughout the season and see how that goes. Have you been eyeing off anything interesting? Oh, mate, it's so difficult. There's there's a... <laughs> when you start going through these futures, you know, oh, that sounds tasty, that looks good, or how can I pair that one with that one? Um, but I'm looking at the Panthers to be the top team out of New South Wales, but also I have a bit of a roughie um, on that same prop. I think if the Parramatta Eels can... They have an opportunity with the the team they have uh, to be successful, and with the value, I think they are at eleven dollars to be the the top team out in New South Wales, and I think that's good value for a team that is probably fourth on that list. Um, mm. You know, you have you have the Penrith, Manly. Uh, the Rabbitohs, or probably the Roosters before the Rabbitohs, depending a little bit on their their injuries, and and then the Eels are right there. So with with the number being so high and the Eels right on the cusp, I think that's good value as a roughie. Uh, so I'm going to probably look at chucking that in there somewhere and and maybe pair it up with some try scoring futures. Mm. Yeah, the try the try scoring. Uh Ali's going to be very, very interesting. I think what you've got who is the favourite there to take out the try scoring? I don't know if it was Addo Carr mm-hmm. still or if Coates was pretty high up as well. Mm-hmm. There'll be a few, mm-hmm. and there's always a um, a sleeper 
you know, Garrick come out of nowhere last year with the points and tries. So that's a fun one. And that, that's something that could easily go down to the last week. Saar will be in there. Um, and the backing, you've got Tom Trevojevic at nine for one um, to take out a top price score. Then you have Xavier Coates at 10. Alex Johnson's still there at 10 as well. Uh, and then you go into Star, Puppethausen, Garrick. You've got three Seagulls in the top six. Um, it's pretty heavy. Even Charlie Staines has come in there as as the seventh favourite. That's interesting. Wow. It's not even certain he'll keep his spot through spot. the year, right? No. The same as Brian Todd. So, that's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, be cool to nail one of those, man. Might have to might have to throw a little bit of cash at them just to bring up a little bit of excitement every week. That's it. It'll be good to follow these ones week on week mm. as well and see, you know, are they are they dipping? Are they peaking? Where, where are we at? Um, mm. It'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. It sounds like we've got a pretty good um, weekend of footy ahead of us. Um, we've got our we've got our hanging head bet, bet on the on the bulldog, um, and then we'll follow our tips coming into next week. So let's see how we go. It's a, a good little warm up. Get our toes wet a little bit this week, um, and then maybe put something more aggressive together in the in the upcoming week. Um, let's see how it goes. I'm pumped. Me too, mate. Can't wait. Yeah, nice. Um, have a good week everyone don't forget to follow us on social media if you give us a listen give us a like on Instagram and Twitter also have a Facebook page there as well so give us a listen have a good week and enjoy your footy ciao